right, guys, what's going on? Welcome to this episode of Big Red Banter. We are back. I am tired. Uh, hopefully, the other guys are not. Uh, I just took a nap. That is irrelevant to the rest of this episode. I'm Skyler Holzman at WVBR Sports Director. I should have said that beforehand. <laughs> uh, and I'm here with Mike Seitz and Jake Richards as usual. How is it going, guys? Well, I mean, hey, even if it's been a low energy day, this will be a high energy, quick, fast paced episode. This is Jake Richards coming at you, even though Major League Baseball is over. Uh, and we enter the lull of the off season. I get to have one last episode talking about that season. So I'm excited. <laughs> nice. I'm excited too, Jake. I echo the energy. Let's get on with it, boys. Let's, let's it. roll. It's Thursday. Let's do it. Okay. Jake, what do you got going on, bro? Who Skyler multiple times. I believe last episode, I was semi forced to make a prediction about the world series. Uh, we were about two games into the world series at the time, I believe. Um, and I said Dodgers and six and guess what happened? The first prediction that has been correct this entire postseason. I, I got think, it right. I think the, the Dodgers first prediction since, since potentially January 31st, the day <laughs> that we recorded this, the first correct one, I believe. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Uh, so I, I broke a personal, uh, terrible spell of predictions. So it was big news for me, but it's even bigger news for the Dodgers and Dodger fans beating Tampa Bay in six games. In game six, there was a little bit of drama. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Cash, manager of Tampa Bay Rays, pulled his pitcher, his starting pitcher, Blake Snell, who was dealing, and it did not seem to be the, the call to make at all. If you know, if you follow baseball, this is like you've been hearing this. This this has almost been beat to a dead horse. Keyword almost, but Skyler, <laughs> keep keep. Give me your take. I just like this is probably one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in the history of baseball, um, <laughs> especially with the stakes this high. Bro, yeah. Kevin Cash, he's like a young guy, but like he's not that young. You know what I mean? Like he's a young manager. Enough- He's a young manager. He's yeah. not He's not a young person, okay? He's like 42, 43. You figure that, like, you know, life has beaten him down. His baseball career probably didn't work out the way he wanted to. He's probably still feeling oh the effects God. of that. Um, and, you know, look, like, that's no excuse. I don't care. I don't care that your career didn't pan out like it should have or maybe that rings. you wanted it to. It's it look that's what it is, bro. And uh, it was a horrible decision. He's He's, like, reading the books. And, you know, sometimes you just have to stop reading books and stop reading analytics and just go with, like, just follow your heart. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 It was. So one thing that I've noticed. So this decision has been narrowed down to the argument of pro or anti analytics, because the the reason that he was that Snell was pulled is most likely because Tampa Bay is very analytical. Uh, Some, you know, front office people. The Ivy Leaguers, as A-Rod loves to refer to them. Oh, my God. What a what a freaking character. But, um, so you know, was making a decision about whatever they saw, whatever they look for, like more uh, advanced serometric spin ratey type stuff, more advanced stuff than what you see. But Kevin Cash was a player. Like, so that makes – so it, it makes you really question, like, how – like, was, is he ever been a confident manager? Has he just been the guy who just does whatever, uh, like, the recommendation from the Ivy Leaguers is? Or, has <laughs> it, you know, like, what, what, you know, what decisions are his own? What, what has he proven to be? I don't know. It was just weird. I, it was a, it's a very, I wish I was a fly on the wall of the Tampa Bay Rays front office 
and dugout and clubhouse during this game because I really want to know the full story. And he was a catcher, bro. He was a catcher. That's like a leader. That's mm. that's literally like the leader of the field. Like you got to know what's going on. Like you also got to trust your, like, you know, your players, you know, your pitchers, like you're a catcher, you know, your pitchers. Yes. Right? Snell was visibly, I was, I, I remember watching this game and I remember thinking if I'm on the Dodgers bench, I am thanking Kevin Cash. Cause the, I mean, he, <laughs> what he gave up like two hits and six, six plus innings. It was crazy yeah, with was like uh, almost 10 insane. strikeouts or, or maybe I, he, he, I think in nine K's in five and a third, he had he, one guy was on base and he just like, he it, just took him out and immediately. And then what, he put Jake in what happened. Yeah. Well, they, so then cash puts in Nick Anderson, who was the best reliever of the game in the regular season, but it had a shaky, not, not too shaky, but had a pretty shaky uh, world series. He's given up a earned run every single time he came onto the mound. So, yeah. um, and then he puts him in and let me, don't get me wrong. Nick Anderson's a great pitcher, but he was also on short rest and clearly had not found the stuff he liked this world series. So I, I don't, I mean, I, 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 the Tampa Bay bullpen is, is a, is a stable, uh, despite me hating the term, they are a great bullpen. So I don't necessarily have a problem with trusting your bullpen, but you need to have a similar kind of trust in your starters. Um, yep. and that's not yep. what happened. So that, uh, and that wasn't even the biggest piece of drama, but before we move on to the next piece of drama, what do you guys have any other thoughts on Snell and Kevin cash? No, I mean, I, I don't think so. I just think it was a horrible decision and like, and I'll stand by that. And the Dodgers deserve to win the world series, man. Like that's, that's what it is. They, they deserve to win. They were the better team and they, they were, were the, the le, they were the less stupider team. Huh, um, yeah. There yeah you who would have thought that this world series, Dave Roberts would have been the better manager out of those two, but, <laughs> right. but uh, I, yeah, 2020 oh man, God. weird year. Speaking nice. of 2020 being just a crazy and not fun year for many people. Um, Justin Turner was pulled the uh, Dodgers third baseman was pulled. I believe it was like the sixth or seventh inning from the game be- due to a positive test of coronavirus. So he was yeah. pulled mid game. You know, we have, he's, he's clearly been in contact with his teammates uh, and whoever he had been, you know, isolating with in the hotel. And like, he's been in contact with a lot of people uh, since testing positive and they, right. so they only pulled him. And so they pull him and, uh, Poem from the game where it's like all breaking news. Nobody really knows what's happening. We're getting like little bits of information as the game goes on. We get most of the information in the, in the post game show on Fox uh, with a call made to a, a baseball writer who sounded like he was about to fall asleep. Um, and at the end of the game, when the Dodgers won, Corey Seager was MVP. Um, just, we see Justin Turner back out on the field with players uh like management like the entire team families babies and girlfriends and wives and kids and also like uh manfred was there manfred got booed ridiculously hard uh that's its own storyline but like there was a lot of very important and potentially very high risk people out on this field and he even like took his mask off for the team picture so right sitting right next to dave roberts who's a cancer survivor yeah um this i i I do want to say one thing before I give the mic to you guys. I get that it has to be one of the most uniquely terrible feelings in the world to know that you won the world series and you can't celebrate with your team. I get that. Uh, But the fact that nobody really had the nuts to say, JT, you can't do this. Uh, And the fact that he had the nuts to go out 
and just sort of like they said, oh, he was asked not to go out. What kind of protocol is this? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it, if it's this easy to break, why have the rules? Like who, who, like Rob Manfred was, I just find it so ironic that Rob Manfred, the guy who, like the commissioner, the guy who just got booed, but the guy who set up all these rules and took, like, you know, worked very hard with many people who also worked very hard to set up these protocols for coronavirus is like no more than a hundred feet away from Turner who is tested positive and just strutting around holding the trophy, talking to his teammates. What is going on? What kind of image is that? How stupid is major league baseball and how not, and that was a very bad decision by Justin Turner. It is so mind blowingly stupid. First of all, and it's it's even worse. I mean, Justin Turner has a huge beard, and so I'm sure the mask has like no effectiveness because I'm sure just like it, it just like doesn't cover his entire beard. Like the beard <laughs> is pushing about the mask that. away. I have I have no clue. I have no clue. But I just it makes no sense to me why they would just like not for like because because they were like you need to stay in right, and he was like no, and they were like okay, and just yeah, like, like what are they gonna do like stop him. <laughs> I mean, they can't like touch him because he he's has sick. COVID. Yeah. Oh my god! No, it, it was it was an unbelievably stupid decision, and um and 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 I mean, there's all that talk about you know what would happen if you know he had been positive and the Dodgers had lost Game Six and he would have infected other people. I mean, like, what would have happened then? What would have happened to a Game Seven? It's yeah, like I, I it. It says a lot about, I don't want to necessarily say the priorities of, no, I, you know, I will say it, it doesn't reflect very well on the priorities of Major League Baseball because they found out like throughout the season and the protocol has always been throughout the season that if somebody tests positive, the team isolates, the team like kills off this virus and, and you have to test negative twice. Everybody has to test negative twice before they're allowed back on the field and the teams need to isolate so that they don't spread it to other teams and they don't spread it throughout their team. Yeah. Uh, and in like the biggest stage of baseball, the elimination game of the world series, they didn't care. And, and there was also like this whole idea, like it was supposed to be a bubble, but it wasn't really a bubble because the hotels that the players were in were just hotels that people were allowed to like, like anybody could just walk into and check in. So like it's a bubble, but is it really a bubble? I I just I really feel that Major League Baseball like did just enough to say like oh yeah like we tried and they did just enough to get to a World Series, but then when you know it hit the fan in Game Six of the World Series, they just said yeah I don't really care anymore. And neither and same with Justin Turner, and that's I mean there are kids on that field like there you have no idea like he could literally we don't know yet he literally could have killed someone we really don't know so i i i i don't want to like get i don't want justin turner to like be known for this mistake but i do think you should realize holy cow i just made a ginormous mistake and i think that major league baseball should be like uh we shouldn't have let that happen uh we need to like do the best we can to make like that never happens again yep in full agreement um and just to uh again with one other horrible decision by rob manfred jake oh yeah so they announced the (laughs) so so they they did some the gold glove is a cool award it's given to the best position best defensive player at each position 
uh, in the American League and in the National League. Uh, and it's like a big award if you're a gold glover, you're good defense. Uh, they announced the winners like online on election day. Uh, really? <laughs> really? Like, I want to know who was in charge of this. Who was like, you know what? The day that everybody, like the entire country, is checking their phone, feeling unbelievably nervous, feeling just absolutely crazy. You know what I'm going to put up there? I'm going to announce the Gold Glove Award winners. That'll, that'll give me good press. Right, guys? <laughs> I mean, really? Really? I, wanna, I, I really want to be a fly on the wall of these just stupid decisions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's just I don't I mean, I'm sure they lost so much money from viewership, uh, which I hope they did. I hope they're broke. I, I hope they're broke now. Like, yeah, because now they're Steve cold. Cohen, your new owner is going to give everyone money. He can't. He's going to be the only spender this offseason. Bro, that's a perfect segue to what I was going to talk about, which is Steve Cohen, the <laughs> new owner of the New York Mets. This is the last thing in baseball we have to talk about. But, oh, my God, guys, the sale was finalized. Steve Cohen is the owner. Noah Syndergaard uh, like, was interviewed right after they finalized the sale. Uh, and he was like, I hope he treats the players like people and not as expendable commodities, which is a great shot at the Wilpons. I hate the <laughs> Wilpons. I made that very clear. Steve Cohen went to Twitter, which has been mostly inactive, but now he's like, hey, what do you want? Uh, what do the fans want? What do you guys want? That was so and cool. I like didn't amazing. believe that it was his account. And then writers were like, this is him. I was like, no, it's oh not. God, and then more dude. and more people were like, this is him. I'm like, okay. It's insane. <laughs> it's so like, the, the, I mean, okay. Like the, the, the one thing I will say is like, it, what maybe is slightly uncomfortable was, um, there, the, there was a picture that his wife posted and she was wearing a shirt next to him. And it's, it was like, you got to believe in uncle Steve. And that made me slightly uncomfortable. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I, I don't really, I, I can't explain it, but it did make me uncomfortable. But, um, regardless of that, I don't care. Um, I don't care that he got fined, um, his, an absurd amount of money for his like insider trading debacle oh, uh, it was like 1.8 billion dollars was the largest for, oh, for that boy. kind of crime but you know what i don't care he can keep committing those crimes as long as he has enough money to uh, run the mets i don't care for the um, record mike and i are one. shaking our heads very I, I, adamantly I right now <laughs> <laughs> and like there's there's an air of sarcasm in my voice but as much sarcasm there's there's an equal amount of sincerity um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled i'm thrilled that steve cohen is finally the owner and um, everyone else can uh, can suck on that. He's now the, uh, the richest owner in Major League history, and I'm okay with it. Um, and yeah, the, uh, the Mets are going to be a fun team to, you know, especially with the offseason starting, like, you know, it already started recently. You know, free agents, it's a big free agent class. We're going to keep talking about that, hopefully, uh, little bits here and there with signings. But, hey, the Mets are – I'm looking forward to seeing the Mets spend money. Oh, yeah. So speaking of uh, Steve Cohen and the potential corruption or confirmed corruption, uh, another example of corruption is uh, NCAA and college football. Um, I will run through this. Uh, so some interesting, interesting notes on college football. Clemson played uh, Boston College, which uh, is, a, is not a major college for anyone who's wondering, uh, but they did not have Trevor Lawrence and they barely won. It was insane. They barely scooted by, and they're still number one in the country. Um, but it was without Trevor Lawrence, and they had a quarterback whose last name uh, no one could pronounce, which is fine. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence is also missing the game at Notre Dame, which is also a top-ranked team. I think they're ranked fourth, I want to say. So he's missing that this uh, this Saturday. Um, I I think they're going to lose. If it was that close against Boston College, I think they're going to lose. Um, 
But uh, that's all I'll say on that. I'm just running through these things because, like, college football is just in a whack position right now. Because, um, <laughs> let's see, so there's randomly good teams that uh, schools that I didn't really know existed or that have never been on the map. Uh, Cincinnati's ranked number seven. Uh, I don't think anyone knew Cincinnati had a, a, a university. Um, I <laughs> certainly didn't. Did you guys have any clue? Well, I know Xavier has a decent basketball program, but I'd never have seen University of <laughs> Cincinnati get national recognition in sports ever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, was, was, I was actually watching Central Michigan, the Chippewas, and the Ohio Bobcats uh, yesterday. It's oh some God. Mac football, and uh, Central Michigan pulled out 30-27, to 27, so it was an exciting game. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so weird. That All right. <laughs> Interesting. Sounds like uh, – Chippewa sounds like a fantasy football random name with yeah. just a bunch of that's yeah <laughs> it's so weird um coastal carolina ranked number 20 i actually didn't know that they existed they just have never been they won the uh NCAA like baseball championship uh they are a baseball ago. team i think they're, they're so they, they play a lot of those sec teams like yeah. vandy and old mills uh, old miss excuse me old so and those are like historically great baseball programs so yeah no coastal's coastal's great but their football team is now good as well they're ranked 20th and then marshall um I don't know. They're ranked number 19 right now. Where is Marshall? Um, and what is Marshall? Um, like like the Marshalls, the store? Yes. Yeah. It is that. the store feeling an NCAA football team. <laughs> this is a great bit. Here, Marshall <laughs> College. We, we know uh, that like, Home Depot would take home the college. <laughs> the battle 100%. That's the power of Home Depot. Yeah, not department stores. Excuse oh, 100%. me. 100%. Like, no, they'd crush Lowe's. They'd crush Ace. Um, although they would not, they would not crush um, Ace's uh, mantra, which is just like, what Ace is the place with the help for hardware folks. That's one, that's one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites. I don't even know how we got here, but that's actually one of my favorite um, jingles, like of any commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't remember where I, I like opened Google to type in something. I'm completely lost. We're talking college football. Let's get back to that. It doesn't matter. Let's um, Wisconsin. Uh, they're ranked nine. Their game was canceled last week because they have a bunch of people with COVID on the team, which um, is a shame for them because they are actually, I think in play for a national championship this year. Um, Penn state uh, got crushed by Ohio state uh, and they're Ohio state, this year. big team, yeah. big team. That's performing big this year. They're huge. Justin Fields um, yeah. is on fire. He's a Heisman candidate. He's the quarterback. He is just like, he's just playing out of his mind this year. And uh, Penn State is usually good. Um, but I think they lost. I, I'm, I can't remember their quarterback from last year. Um, but he was just, and they had Saquon, um, obviously. Like, as soon as he left their program, just like hit the fan pretty much, um, <laughs> which is a shame. And uh, last thing is Michigan lost to Michigan State. And is now, I think, 0-2. Uh, and John Harbaugh continues to just screw up his tenure at Michigan every <laughs> single time. And he just he can't win any of the big games. But this was not even a big game. Michigan State is not ranked. And um, Michigan is highly ranked. And John Harbaugh just has uh, a thing. He just loves losing in important games. That's just his thing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. It happens. So it, it happens. Some athletes got the yips, man. Some athletes have the yips. Hopefully he yep. can snap out of it. We always love to see good athletes perform well against good teams. Cause that gives us good games. So we'll see yeah. what's up. And not only is he, he's also the coach. So he just has the coaching yips, I guess. I don't know how that works, but, <laughs> but I don't know what's going on. Um, 
yeah, so that's a, that's college football. The nice thing about not having college football in the Ivy League is that uh, if you don't have uh, games, you can't lose big games. Um, that's, yeah. what we, that's what we've been saying. So <laughs> moving on to the NFL. Um, you can't be 0-4 if you don't play any games. <laughs> exactly. Speaking exactly. of losing games, I mean, let's just talk about New York sports teams really quickly before <laughs> we get into uh, great teams. But the Jets and the Giants. Oh, no. Tough week, tough week. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's not even fun to watch. <laughs> at all. Well, you know what? The Giants, they were in it. They're in a lot of they're the Giants are in like maybe half of the games that they lose. And then Alex and there was a big, uh, there was a big pass interference no call, arguably. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah against the, the two point boss. conversion that would have won them the game. So yeah. was that an element of you know refs siding with Brady? <laughs> they can't do it with Brady. Again, 100%. Daniel Jones and that last drive, he there were glimmers and shimmers of, of Tom Brady staging, you know, a last minute comeback. Yeah, when he's not only falling get, down. Uh only to get <laughs> ruined by the refs. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah, there, I mean there's an argument to be made. I mean, like when you're in the league that long, you just get the benefit of the doubt. Um, but you know, <laughs> It would have been a pointless win for the Giants because they're not going anywhere. I just like t- seeing teams that are supposed to win win, and then just in competitive games where that I don't consider that competitive because it, I mean it was, but it was against a terrible team, and that's terrible logic objectively. Uh, but I think it's better for them to play competitively, uh, and they can lose there, and that's fair. Uh, and I make no sense, uh, but you know what doesn't make sense, but is great anyway. Uh, the Steelers being seven and zero, that's my team, baby. Yeah, how what is going? what <laughs> i like don't even ask i have no clue i have no clue how they're seven and oh they barely pulled it out against the ravens uh they probably should have lost that game um but they're somehow seven and oh and they're top ranked in the nfl and i don't know who's responsible for it because i don't think anyone on their team is like one of the best players in the nfl but it's fine i'm not really going to question it they do you think i'll 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 even ask you to predict where your season's going to go. You think this is a deep playoff team or you think this is a team that just gets a really nice high rank seed into the playoffs and then just sort of gets like upset first round. This is a team that I could confidently see in the AFC championship game and don't know what would happen afterwards. Okay. Okay. But okay. I could see them finishing out at 13 and three. I think, I think they're going to finish 13 and three this year and they'll okay. take the top seed in the uh, AFC. That's my prediction. Um, the Patriots, the Patriots suck um yeah that's fine i had that really cam had that really bad game and they've been yeah <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. we'll move past that that's just, <laughs> that's just so sad but i also don't even want to talk about the patriots anymore because brady's gone and there's not relevant anymore um really weird fact russell wilson is apparently spending over a one wow i wrote one dollar on his body <laughs> um, i meant one million dollars on his body a year uh, which is the reason he hasn't missed a start in like nine years. And I just read the study. He works out 363 to 365 days a year. Sometimes he takes off Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, do you know what happens on leap years? Um, I don't know what he does there. This day does. Think? Oh, oh, wait, by the way, before we get into this, remember, so this is a totally random tangent, but is definitely worth sharing because daylight savings. It was like the day after Halloween. I took a nap. And that hour got erased from time. So I, <laughs> and we just talked, and it just, you mentioned, uh, you know, leap year, how like time doesn't exist. I don't know, crazy time yeah. things. I just like, I had to get that on, on a podcast. I need to get oh that on the God. air. So 
that's my story. Continue. <laughs> that was a beautiful, beautiful tangent. I was just going to say, uh, going back to Russ and the money he spends on his body, imagine what DK would look like if he spent $1 million on his body. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, Bro. he's already insanely just just like a physical specimen on the field. <laughs> imagine he's, when he gets a bigger contract, how he's going to progress. He, yeah, he's, he's insane. He's insane. He has like, he has like a six-pack on top of his six-pack. Like we're just on top of his 24 packets. It's like, it's weird. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and I'll never achieve that. And I've, I've become okay with that. Cause I don't think. What do you mean? We're six, eight, two eighty, bro. You're right. You're right. We're yoked. Like, no one's you're right. Russell you're right. learns from us, bro. That's true. That's true. That's why that's actually where our income for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, is yeah he's actually giving Wilson. that million to us. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, what, are we, we're sponsored by Russell Wilson's body. <laughs> that is that what, is that what we are <laughs> confirmed blue check mark <laughs> amazing <laughs> um to attack of aloha uh out former alabama quarterback who had like almost a career ending injury started for the dolphins um was a pretty good start dolphins won and uh, apparently ryan fitzpatrick shaved his huge beard which he's known for um and i haven't seen a picture of that yet uh so i think everyone should go check that out because they'll be as shocked as i will because none of us have seen it and finally, before we move on to soccer, Eagles and Cowboys was the Monday Night Football game for no good reason. Um, everyone was like, you know, they're both really bad, so maybe it'll be competitive. Mm. And um, they were both really bad, um, and it wasn't competitive at all. Uh, Carson Wentz had four turnovers for the Eagles, and uh, they still won 23-9 to somehow. Uh, Are they still leading the NFC East? Three, four, and one, and they're leading the East. Oh um, it's, it All was right. one of the worst games I've ever watched. Um, I turned it on for five minutes, and I was in tears at 7.30. Um, seven minutes and 30 seconds of the game, um, fully sobbing. Not really, but uh, it was emblematic of just how horrific this game was. Go, birds. <laughs> oh my god i don't even know philly fans i just they don't know how to feel right now because their team sucks but they still but they're to gonna be, make like, the playoffs be jerks about it i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah they're gonna make the playoffs and lose the first round that's fine um <laughs> you guys have uh soccer stuff going on oh there's a lot of talk about jake where can we even start my friend well, well let's just start with the u.s men's national team big friendlies coming up against wales and man, there was a huge roster announcement. You guys got any idea of the names that were revealed, or should I just? Well, we know Pulisic. <laughs> yeah, Christian you're laughing. Pulisic. Yeah, Christian Pulisic is on there. Yeah, and we have Matt Miazga, who has okay. been inside for a while. Tim Ream. Um, we also have Josh Sargent. Guy has red hair. Uh, played in the Bundesliga. He's at Werder Bremen uh, right now, but he's mm-hmm. he's played a couple of caps for them. But how about the new guys? Sebastian Soto, he's actually our age, I believe. Um, Weston McKinney is is also pretty young. He's at Juve with Ronaldo. Tyler Adams, also relatively young. John Brooks, who played in the World Cup for them in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Tim Weah, another young one. So, Getting, getting the young guys in there. You love to see it. There are no MLS players. On <laughs> so this is a proactive step forward. I'm very curious to see how they perform against Wales. I think they have a decent shot uh, of beating them, uh, barring a, a bail, you know, 
Patrick. Yeah. As long as you can contain that side of the field. Uh, I mean, you can't outrun Bale, but you can hopefully just keep him contained. I don't know. I'd be uh, one thing I keep seeing every year is more U.S. young U.S. players playing in European competitive soccer. So I would love to see this team compete on the national stage and keep getting better. I right, hopefully we have um, a, a management that can handle a young team and be able to actually, you know, put wins and score goals. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about like our defense, but I don't mm. know. We, we have some, we have some flashy, we have some flashy foots. So a lot, a lot of potential. Yeah. Without a doubt. But, um, you know, speaking, you, you talk about scoring goals, all the big sides won in, in champions league this week, Jake, did you see? So I haven't been seeing the games, but I I've seen some updates update me. Liverpool, Bayern, Dortmund, Man City, all very comfortable wins. Bayern and Liverpool had, they scored more than five goals in their respective matches. Uh, mm. I think Bayern had six. And then speaking of on the other spe- side of the spectrum, close games, Real Madrid and Inter Milan had a classic match. I mean, it was a last minute, well, not last minute goal. They scored in the 80th minute, but still relatively uh, late. It's a, it's a late goal, yeah. For Madrid to, to pull over Inter, but Lotaro scored for Inter, who is an Argentine talent that will probably move to a bigger club uh, in years to come. <laughs> and I think Sergio Ramos scored for Real Madrid. So two powerhouse clubs going at it. You love to see it in the group stage, kind of group <laughs> of death almost, um, but very, very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Well, uh, I mean, the group stage is Champions League. I always love seeing group stage upsets. It's my favorite thing ever to see a big powerhouse like team like a Bayern or uh, even like a Tottenham or I don't know, a big team just get completely not past the group stages, even if they're not in like a crazy group. And, it, and it's I mean, it's partially because managers decide they don't want to focus in Champions League. They want to focus on winning whatever respective uh, league they're in. So I get like the reasoning behind it, but it, it's always, I always love seeing those fans are like, why couldn't we want it this year? <laughs> yeah. But you, Hey Jake, you can't, you can't mention big teams without mentioning big players. That's and a fact. Besides, besides the Messi's and Ronaldo's, we know them, but when you think about a big player, I mean, Skylar, who, who comes to mind for you? In soccer? Yes. Oh man, that's such a good question. I would love to ask you the same thing. Um, <laughs> Jake, Jake, give me a name. Give me one name. That comes Zlatan Ibrahimovic. None other than the Swedish king, man. This guy scored a bicycle kick. He's about to be 40 years old like a couple <laughs> months. And, and it was spectacular. Okay. If you watch the bicycle kick, though, he doesn't jump up with his other leg to, to do momentum. He kind of just like flings his leg up. But even still, <laughs> like at 40 years old, you can't beat that. Scored a bicycle kick last week. Unfortunately, I think yesterday, this is again on Thursday, he got subbed off after 60 minutes in a bad 3-0 loss to to French side Lille. Um, but hopefully he'll bounce back another week again. Bicycle kicks here and there are, are pretty hard to come by, especially for a near 40-year-old. So yeah, we it's a lot of time. We can't wait. We can't wait till he comes back to the MLS. <laughs> but, Dude, um, um, I remember when he was in LA and he took out a page of the LA Times and it just said, "You're welcome." What a legend! What a, I think he even I, I believe he had COVID at one point. And there's this quote: "Covid from, had him." <laughs> Covid had yeah. yeah, no, no, no. This was what he said. He was on record saying this about a week ago. I have the link up right here. He said, "The virus has challenged me, and I won." 
but you are not Slaton. Do not challenge the virus. Use your head. Respect the rules. Social distancing and masks always. What a goat, man. What a guy. I, that's, I, that's every time Slaton speaks. That. Yeah, exactly. That's phenomenal. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, what uh, other than Zlatan, what's been happening, Mike? Oh, yeah, unless uh, amazing news, Arsenal are in the Europa League. And listen, they're they're winning. They blew out a team, I think, 4-0, um, wherever, wherever they're playing. paying <laughs> 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 attention. Uh, in the Prem, you know, you still have uh, an interesting table. We'll see see how it pans out there's still uh it's still too early to call in terms of the standings again there's only a couple more weeks into the premier league in mm. england but as of right now liverpool are up top followed by leicester followed by tottenham followed by everton and then southampton is actually crept into the top five. Oh man selfie hey Ar- arsenal uh what are we ninth right now ninth, ninth right yeah. now head of man city which is which is always <laughs> yeah <so. laughs> Let's see, but Southampton making big moves to move up to five. Everton and stay to the top in Leicester. Wow. Never thought I would be saying that. But yeah, yeah that's, the, um, that's the football roundup. I'm going to kick it over to Skyler, who's going to give us a different kind of kick, I believe, with this <laughs> sport. And uh, insert the kind of kick that you do in the MMA, which definitely has a specific name that I definitely don't know, uh, to segue over to the MMA, where the only news that I know of, because this is the extent that I follow the MMA, is that Khabib Nurmagomedov, um, which is probably not exactly how it's pronounced at all, in any way at all, um, retired, uh, MMA legend, 29-0-0 career record, um, and look, I mean, he was an outspoken personality. Uh, he retired because his dad recently passed and he was like, I promised, uh, I promised my mom and, you know, I promised my mom it would be my last fight. Um, and uh, yeah, he crushed, uh, he crushed this dude um, whose name is Justin Gage. Yeah. Gage. That guy. Justin Gage. Yeah. And that again, guy. we went from soccer, we went from a bicycle kick to now MMA a roundhouse kick <laughs> that, is, that is that makes a lot of sense i'm sad i didn't pick up on that um but uh, he retired <laughs> you gotta practice your material <laughs> <laughs> i retire from knowledge um and uh congrats on a, a insanely good career um incredibly accomplished for khabib and um yeah i think that's i, I think that's about all we have i Almost, believe uh, I oh, got you got, more, I got one more, got one more body slam. Go for it. With slam it. Twitter. I'm going to slam it. There's been a lot of chatter in the wrestling world between two gentlemen, between JB, Jordan Burroughs, who has a habit of pulling up his Scott, his socks, like pulling them up, like almost to knee length and then body <laughs> slamming people on the wrestling mat. Uh, he's a little bit older. He's been around for a while. This guy, Jordan Burroughs. But then you also have this young guy from Arizona State, Zahid Valencia and two of them are going back and forth on Twitter saying oh I'm going to pin you this is going to be the score this is going to be that we're going to have to see how it pans out gentlemen we're going to have to see there's a bash talk and this guy Zahid also I mean he's a college guy but tested positive for PEDs last season I don't know you know not a good look but we'll see if he can get the the dub over Jordan Jordan Burroughs excuse me I can't even speak Jordan Burroughs JB 
and uh, it should be an interesting match to say the least. Um, I would say, you know, these guys are both pretty elite wrestlers, but if you want to hear more about elite wrestlers, Skylar, where can we direct the listeners? Um, I want to say Christopher Morales, our former GM, uh, but I might be completely incorrect. Was that the implication? I, I, I said, where can we direct the listeners to listening to more about elite wrestlers? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Big Red Sports Network. Um, <laughs> was that, that was the implication. But uh, also just a shout out to our former GM, Christopher Morales, Christopher who also Brown. does yep. know get plenty about elite wrestling. Um, yes, I, that, I that is true. He's a big WWE fan. Yes. I believe so. Uh, with that, uh, we are going to wrap this up. Um, bit of a shorter episode, but um, we appreciate you guys um, listening from wherever you are. Uh, stay safe. Um, it's crazy out there. Um, just keep enjoying what sports are being played right now. And uh, get into some teams that you didn't think you could get into because – all you have is the NFL, and if you're in New York yeah. and you're an get into NFL the Steelers, fan, why not? They're undefeated. Into the Steelers, get hop on the bandwagon, guys. Um, and uh, and that'll be the episode. Uh, thanks, guys. Stay safe and uh, have a good one. Peace out. Adios, amigos. No matter where I go, I insist on looking stylish and being comfortable. So I rely on the eye-catching menswear at Tropical Bros. They have everything I need. Happening Hawaiian shirts, snappy polos, and sharp swimsuits. So, whether I'm swinging on the links, sunning by the pool, or sipping at the bar, I always look and feel my best. Stylish. Gentlemen, find your style at tropicalbros.com. That's tropicalbros.com. First-time customers will receive 30% off with the code TROPICAL. Enjoy life in style. Tropical style. Make sure to check out our social media accounts at WVBRFM Sports on Instagram and Twitter, and also check out our written content on WVBR.com sports. Big Red Banter airs bi-weekly at 4 p.m., but on the weeks that Banter is not airing, make sure to check in at the same time for special coverage of Cornell's athletes.